Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, it's Bridgestone or nothing. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. This is AutoLine Daily for September 27, 2011, and now the news. Government subsidies for developing fuel-efficient cars just survived a close call in the U.S. Congress. Republicans wanted to cut $1.5 billion from that program to pay for hurricane disaster relief. But Democrats wanted both the money for disaster relief and to keep the green car funding intact. And that's exactly how the vote came out. But then a study by Carnegie Mellon University, Arizona State University, and the RAND Corporation says that subsidies for electric cars are not an effective way to reduce oil consumption or CO2 emissions. They say hybrids and plug-ins are a better way to go. But here's my AutoLine insight. How can hybrids possibly be a better way to go when they're such a sales disaster? With the exception of the Toyota Prius, hybrid sales are negligible. Even with 28 different models of hybrids, they only account for about 2% of the American market. And now Tesla, the electric car maker, is asking the U.S. government for more subsidies. It's already received $465 million in taxpayer money, but now it needs more. Autoblog reports the company will not publicly say how much more it needs, at least not yet. And now for some two-wheel news. Honda has developed a new engine for scooters. It's a liquid-cooled, four-stroke, single-cylinder unit that displaces 125 cc's. The company claims it delivers up to 25% better fuel economy compared to a conventional engine of the same size. It's also supposed to be quieter and more durable than the unit it replaces. To boost its efficiency, Honda focused on optimizing the design and reducing friction as much as possible. The new engine will be offered on a variety of scooters around the world starting next year. Hey, Ford pulled that controversial press conference TV commercial, the one that features a supposedly real person named Chris who railed against automakers taking federal money. I'll give you two guesses as to which ones they're referring to. Here's the interesting reason why it got pulled. According to the Detroit News, the Obama administration apparently raised questions about the commercial, so Ford pulled it. You know, the last thing the president needs is someone drawing attention to the bailouts, especially as an election year draws near. Last week, OnStar announced it would track customers even after they cancel the service, and that the company reserves the right to sell information it gathered. Not surprisingly, this caused a bit of an uproar. U.S. Senator Charles Schumer asked OnStar to reverse its policy and even asked the Federal Trade Commission to investigate. OnStar responded by saying it would not keep gathering data if customers opted out and that it has never sold any of the info it's gathered. But here's some more of my AutoLine insight. It's not very well publicized, but the Department of Homeland Security and OnStar have a very close working relationship in fact, after Hurricane Katrina, the agency asked OnStar to track customers so it could see where people were fleeing. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Homeland Security is behind this latest request. And 
kind of gives new meaning to government motors, doesn't it? In order to celebrate its new partnership with Legoland Theme Park in Florida, Ford created an Explorer out of, you guessed it, out of Legos. It took 22 designers and over 2,500 hours to build it. More than 380,000 Lego pieces were used and it weighs over 2,600 pounds. The Lego Explorer will be featured at the new park, which is the largest in the world and contains over 50 million Legos for its exhibits. Coming up next, we're going to take a look at the new BMW 550i. What if we always settled for the first thing that came along? Then we'd never have gotten here. Introducing the Sonata Hybrid from Hyundai. Think fast. How many full-size sedans available in the U.S. today are offered with a manual transmission? The only one I can think of off the top of my head is the BMW 5 Series. In the Autoline Garage this week is the 550i. Beyond a six-speed stick, it also offers a potent V8 engine and rear-wheel drive. In the design department, BMW has finally got its act together. This is a pretty good-looking car. The previous generation 5 series with its flame surfacing and badonkadonk butt wasn't all that attractive, but this one is very nice. Designers also debangled the interior, ditching that odd looking double hump dashboard. Now, did I mention BMW also offers a manual transmission on this thing? To me, the shifter is the centerpiece of the cabin, and it's awesome, with short, buttery smooth gear changes. Also on the center console is the omnipotent iDrive control knob. I still think a good touchscreen interface is better, but I'm happy to report BMW has made some important changes here. They've added satellite buttons around the central control knob. Think of them as shortcut keys for frequently used features like CD, audio, or navigation. Overall, the system is much easier to use. Staying right in this area, our test car is also equipped with BMW's Dynamic Handling Package, which is a $2,700 option on top of the $2,200 Sport Package. It allows you to adjust the feel of the steering and the chassis. There are four settings at your fingertips, including comfort, which is great for Michigan's bomb-cratered roads, normal for, well, normal driving, as well as Sport and Sport Plus, the latter of which disables traction control for wicked cool burnouts. A lot of other vehicles offer similar systems, but usually you can't tell the difference between the different modes. This one happens to work really well. Ahead of the firewall, we've got a 4.4 liter turbocharged V8 engine. It delivers 400 horsepower and 450 pound-feet of torque. That gives our 550i here a power to weight ratio of about 11 pounds per horsepower, meaning it is a real performance machine. Unfortunately though, it doesn't make any noise. It may as well be a four-cylinder engine. There's zero V8 rumble to be heard. Even though it doesn't sound like an eight, it sure slurps fuel like one. The 550i stickers at 15 around town and 22 on the highway, averaging 17 on the EPA test cycle. It likes premium fuel too, ouch. At 70 grand, this thing is no bargain, but it offers comfort, luxury, and performance that are hard to beat. And the fact that it comes with an available manual transmission means it should be at the top of your sports sedan shopping list. Thanks for that report, Craig. 
Hey, don't forget to tune into AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information of what's going on in the world of cars and the people who run the companies that make them. And you can find all that at our website, www.autoline.tv. And a programming note here. We're moving our offices and studios into a new building that we bought. So for the next few days, we're going to be bringing you some of the best of AutoLine Daily as we make the transition into our new facility. But that wraps up this show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.